today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing, is with us once again. How are you doing today? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good so far. Anyways, you know, I'm stretching my muscles, getting ready for the warm weather, you know, all that kind of good stuff. So I'm uh, I'm getting ready to go biking. I'm actually, uh, I, I'm looking at a new bike. That's my new thing for the for this season. So Now look, we had, I want you to go back in time now to when yes. you were still a student. Adam the student, <laughs> oh, okay? Boy. Woo! Adam the petulant student. Yeah, that's right. This is the time of year where you have to start thinking about final exams. Even for university That's students right. too. Yes, uh, and and studying can be hard, and and trying to retain that information can be hard. But uh, right out of the Terminator now comes uh, a brain chip that's actually going to make studying almost a, a piece of cake. In the next five years, this has actually been tested for the sake of those with brain injuries or those that are having yeah. difficulties because it is hard to retain. You know, like you hear. About you know what's interesting about this? I sorry yeah. to interrupt. Yeah, that's good. A lot of the stuff you're talking about here yeah. is really born from medical necessity. That's People, right, and and it. it it becomes a practical use for it too. That's right. But the, the, the initial intention is usually let's try to fix, in this case, people that with acquired brain injuries. That's right. And, and and what happened was part of this process was to assist with those to kind of regain their, their, their function. What happens is though when they, they did a little implant to help regain that, that ability, it actually enhanced it to a score. It's kind of like I'm just going to put a new bionic hand on. Remember the bionic man? It's yeah. like we're going to fix him from, uh, uh, from his damages and he became this super powerful individual well now they've got a brain chip that will actually turn your IQ to a genius level and by the way this exists where they can implant this chip and in the next five years we will be able to upgrade our minds where the chip will be able to allow us to turn into a multi-computer process to give us the ability to have an IQ of 140. Now, 140 is that's, that's, that's Einstein level where people will be able to, to calculate quick mathematical equations. No more counting the coins and using your calculator. It will literally be Rain Man and multiple levels on steroids, cats and dogs falling from the ceiling. It's going to be crazy. So those that are struggling going, geez, you know what? I really don't want to study. Get a brain enchant, uh, implant. 40,000 people have this already, Bill. 40,000 have already been tested with this case and it's be cr- it's creating this ability where scientists are thinking that this could be a bigger concern because of the ability of not having already the problem of social uh, t- uh, discussions. This is going to be a real problem where your chip could be hacked, it could be manipulated, and there's another element to this. Remember, the chip is programmed. And we may joke around and we say, hey, if I had a brain chip right now and there was uh, something kind of triggering my mind, someone could hack it and be able to implant thought processes. I know this sounds really kind of like weird, dystopian, kind of weird environment, but it's true. This is a good with the bad. So the good is I'm going to be super smart. The bad is it could create that little level of where we could be hacked and manipulated. And brainwashed. It could be brainwashed. If we have this in, think about it in the case of where China had a brain implant and every one of its citizens, they could determine what they want them to know. And it, it's all cloud-based. <laughs> you could literally upgrade your brain chip and have it cloud-based. It's like the Matrix where he plugged in and he learned multiple uh, skill sets and everything like that. That's pretty close to what this would be able to do. Learn a language, they could upgrade it. But if you do this on a mass production level, Yes. You could create a society of geniuses. You could. 
you literally would have, I think everyone would just be boring and sitting in a library, kind of not even bothering to have that social in inability. But yeah, I mean, I don't know whether this is a creative intelligence, a claim it's going to help increase your IQ, but creativity is still not the, the key here. What they're claiming is this implant is helping you understand things like speaking, languages. Uh, but it again, it's a computer and anything that we talk about, and we'll discuss well, that later Well, if it's a computer chip, then whatever you program it to do, it will do. It will. It will. So right. if you want it to go left side of the brain, it can do that. Want to go right side of the brain, you can do that. And that's the thing about computers. They're black and white. And with artificial intelligence upgrading it, it may actually cause a bit of a challenge in the future. So I don't know if this is such a great thing or whether this is a scarier thing we're, we're about to encounter in our tech as world. With just about everything you talk about, <laughs> a little bit of each. That's what it seems to come that's down right. to, it's isn't get excited and scared at the same time. Like there's been a lot of talk about uh, Russians and, and other foreign governments hacking elections. Uh, it's pretty much, a, I think, a given by yes. 99% of the population that uh, the Russians had an influence on the last U.S. election. That's right. Uh, there's another one coming up next year. There's a Canadian election coming up this year. They're very, yeah. very worried about social media and, and the, the role it's going to play. So, uh, and and they're basically looking to the uh, to the industry and saying, you guys are going to have to come up with something because yep. we're not smart enough. <laughs> uh, so, so what's going on? Google's jumping in on this. You know what? Google's the first to jump on this, and we've heard about Facebook saying that we're going to be creating, you know, they're creating more and more rules in the Facebook game, but right now Google has simply came out and just said, if you're a politician in this next federal election, you're not going to be using Google AdWords. So Google has basically said with the new laws, which I don't know what that law is in depth, but there's a new law in Canada that says that you have to have full transparency that has to be displayed, and Google basically said for us to create an algorithm rule in detail to, to adhere to your Canadian laws in, in the next election, we're just not going to let anybody basic uh, uh, run any ads for any elections that's, through Google. That's the path of least resistance, but it is probably the most practical. You know what? It makes perfect sense because Google's got enough problems right now. The last thing they need is another uprising of exactly political influence and, and as you mentioned uh, at the beginning, anything to do with Russian manipulation and all the other elements. So Google just said, you know what? I'm not. We're not even going to bother with this. So we wish all the politicians the best of luck. Here's the sad part. 98 percent 98 we're including youtube in here this is not just google search this is youtube this is google's platforms on a massive scale are completely shutting anything political off when it comes to the election so we will really they they being politician candidates are going to need traditional media because the 98 percent of the advertising market is completely shut off in canada in this next election and, and that's going to be interesting because that's that's the modus operandi for a lot of the uh, newer politicians yeah. it's social media i'm sure they're going to be dazed and confused as to what do you mean we have to buy radio what, what how's that work so nothing, nothing wrong with that exactly i think this is, and i think this is practical because this doesn't allow manipulation you know what the the one thing about our, our standard broadcasting you know this better than anyone there's a lot of rules that are adhered to especially when it comes to politics i think this is the best thing that could ever happen to anything with advertising related to politics now the next story here i find really interesting yeah uh, for, for those who are constant followers of the program here on tech talk they know that you're a drone pilot i am all I right am. i'm an authorized you, canadian you, you are a licensed, a licensed drone yes. pilot that's right all right now i want to couple that with uh 
what was the, the the Dwayne Johnson movie that was out last year? Remember, I can't remember what it was called. It's the burning building and his kids oh, stuck in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skyscraper. Sky, Skyscraper. It, it's a variation on. Remember yeah. the Towering Inferno from the seventies. That's but, right. Yes. Uh, same idea, but you know, a, a building that's way too tall and it catches on fire. And oh, how are we going to rescue these people? That's well, right. Yes. You call Dwayne Johnson, or <laughs> or you use the neck guard. That's right. Well, this new product is actually invented by a Chinese group of students in university, and it's really kind of cool. Think of it as four drones flying up through a skyscraper, however high that skyscraper may be, depending if you're Dubai or China or Toronto for that matter, what happens is it flies up to the, to the, uh, to the building height and it deploys a net outside of the building and so you can it can hold up to 350 pounds of weight so adam will be safe jumping out of a building <laughs> i was a little concerned of if these drones could be capable of handling this weight they they jump out and first responders can now be able to come out and this is uh just about to they're doing their pilot project on it they did a test and they're going to be rolling it out there's a couple concerns i have everything from china gets me a little nervous but in this case this product will be able to be uh, available for first responders to respond to any kind of a burning building of course one four sorry four drones with this deployed net carries only like 350 pounds that could be maybe two people that are you know 150 pounds each um it'll, it'll that's a lot a, of drones take, it'll take a little while to it's, evacuate the building that's the only thing i kind of like it's great when you're in thinking there's only maybe one or two people that need to escape from the building um but in this case this is a, a great option for consideration anyways i've seen other versions of how uh this is actually a lot of the uh, testing that's coming out there's another one coming where they have a parachute skyscraper yeah. parachutes yeah. you break the window and you jump out of the pump <laughs> out and it conceals you and creates a, a parachute around you and kind of floats you to the ground. I mean, these are all variations, but this new drone system, uh, the net guard, yeah, literally deploys a big net. You, it, it's still a little scary. You're jumping out of a building into a flying I, I mean, if you're drone net. 50 or 60 stories high, yeah, that's going to be a little freaky, having this little net carrying you down to the ground. <laughs> but Because let's face it, yeah. you're not a daredevil. I mean, no. you're not trained in doing this sort of thing, right? That's right, yes. You're not a skydiver. No. You're, you're just an average Joe that happened to be on on the 60th floor when this thing happened and now it's like don't look down yeah just jump and take a leap of faith and hope that these four spinning propeller drones are going to take me safely down so but it is an alternative i guess that's where it's coming down to and it is it is capable of of, of being deployed amongst uh they're going to be testing it in san francisco to start i hear they're going to be doing a test in canada i don't know if it's toronto or not i heard vancouver but whether or not you know these are necessary yet but they're they're good options all right uh lots of other stuff going on we've talked in the past about rumbas and about irobots and how they're basically taking over just about every function in our home they, yeah they'll vacuum your house uh, they'll cut your lawn. I mean, what's what's next? Well, you know what? We talked about, you know, the, the Rumba lawn cutting device. And we spoke about that. And like, I don't want to cut the lawn. I mean, you know what? Maybe we need some exercise once in a while. Well, you know what? The new one. Of course, we talked about this. It does, this isn't new. What I was excited about is, is it got an upgrade. <laughs> so the upgrade was apparently the first Rumba that would drive through your yard. I mean, it basically cut in straight lines back and forth. And it did a good job. But it missed a few features that they forgot about. One, rocks. Two, trees. Three, bushes. Four, your kids' toys. Five, doggy materials that or animal material oh, that yeah. tend to be excre uh, excremented on the ground. So this upgrade is actually going to now allow for a perfect cut line. It now will rise and lower to the grass knee 
means. So if you want to be able to get that perfect golf course cut, you can now program it accordingly. It, it can actually work around obstacles much better. So when it hits like a branch or a fallen tree stub or a twig or otherwise, you needed a perfect lawn in the last version. Yeah. This one allows for a, lo- a couple other options where it will signal you. This is a bit of annoying. It will signal you you have to go out and remove the twig. Now, I don't know about you, but I mean... Or if the dog you do. Or the dog you do or otherwise. But it gives you that note versus trying to cut over it and making a mess of your of your rumba. But the upgrade is about... Uh, $10,000 is about the new upgrade if you want all the bells and whistles, which it is capable of doing all these features, but that perfect lawn might be worth it, and it's something you may want to think about of recouping your cost. <laughs> might still be worth getting a gas or an electric lawnmower before you let this one go on the yard. I, I have yet to see one, but I ha- I do see these advertised now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean... W- I live in downtown Hamilton. Michelle and I, we, we love our property. We don't have a yard. I mean, I can cut the grass by turning on the lawnmower, shutting it off, and it's pretty much done. So I, I, I can't speak to uh, having one of these, but if I did have a yard, I can guarantee I'd have one of these controlling it from my desk. Somebody, uh, probably everybody, I guess, uh, has old cell phones kicking around. Yes, that's uh, right. Uh, you know, whether if you got, for instance, if you're an iPhone type, you probably got the 8 or something, but yeah. there's probably a 5 or a 6 hanging around, and there's, and there's a, a practical use for these now. You know what? We talk about security we talk about privacy well you know what there's a software system you can download it's absolutely free it's called alfred if you want to look at a look it up online uh it's on apple and android it is 100 free it's open source and what it does is it takes your old iphone your iphone 5 your 6 an old android you load this operating system on it and that's all you use it for you can turn your old cell phones into security cameras that you can control which instead of buying all of these third-party cameras with the software download you can be able to make all your old phones into security cameras so it makes it much more practical versus going and buying another camera equipment and setting it up it's a it's an open source software you get uh, the pro version if you want you can upgrade it Uh, you get 30 days online where you can keep the information in the cloud but it really does recycle a lot of those old phones sitting in the back they're full capable cameras and they've got pretty high deref I mean the iPhone 5 was pretty pretty advanced even in its day so don't go wasting and throwing first of all you should be recycling but if you're not going to recycle this is a system you might be able to set up around your house all right this is uh, becoming a feature on tech talk every week who's suing whom uh and uh, and this week our two contestants are blackberry and twitter well blackberry's got a lot of patents in its in its drawer and oh, wow. i think one of the things people have always wondered why is blackberry still around it's a software company it's a security company it is a genius that's what i like to refer to it as they basically have a suit against Twitter that basically violated the method of pushing information to mobile devices. Now, Twitter's been doing this since it first came out. Here's the caveat. People don't realize that when a patent is filed, there's nothing to be registered in the courts while it's pending. But if you're operating and you become dependent on that system and it gets registered and patent, and what happens is it takes between, I get this call all the time at the agency. How long would it take? I want to patent my product. It takes in Canada right now between five to 15 years to get your patent registered. It's got to go through a, a veto process, a, a checking process. What happens is you get it into the patent pending mode. So if I came up with something and I was before you, I patented it, Bill, you went out and you said, I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to just call mine Twitter and I'm BlackBerry. 
What happens is in 10 years or whenever the patent's official, I will get the notification. I can now come back to you and say, guess what, Bill? I have the patent and anything you made with the idea that you were using the same as mine, I'm entitled to the revenue value. Or you also have to pay licensing. Well, that's what happened with Twitter. They took the same technology. They implemented it. BlackBerry got their patents and now they're going after some money. Uh, good luck to the lawyers on that one. We got just about a minute or two left here. I want to talk about Huawei simply because last week we talked about yes. Samsung and their folding phone uh, having some problems. Yes. Huawei has uh, launched a pretty amazing foldable 5G phone. You know what? I think it's amazing. It's better. It's, oh, man, I can't believe I'm saying that. It's better than Samsung. <laughs> so why would I say such a thing? Why? Because it really is. They really thought about things I in a better way. It folds better. It makes sense that it's going to be full. It folds in on itself, um, and it doesn't crack. <laughs> it doesn't have. Now there's a feature. There's a feature that I think needs Sa to. That Samsung overlooked. Samsung. Somebody was rushing them out of the system pretty quick. However, I still got this issue over the fact that a it's the first 5G phone. Okay, we talked about the Samsung yeah. Fold. All the problems with it. It's still not 5G ready. The the Huawei Mate X is going to come out with the fact that it's 5G ready. It folds better. The it's it's got a lot better practicality it's probably a better bang for your buck but but uh, it's huawei <laughs> it's huawei and if you just love giving your information to the republic of china it's a great investment but it's not much less than what you're going to get with samsung minus the fact that it will probably work and you won't have to replace it. this is a conflict a lot of people are going to have to face I, huawei is firmly embedded in canada right now extremely and you know what honestly i love huawei i think the product i think the systems i think they're fabulous except for the fact my information is being shared to China, and I'm not interested in that. Tech Talk, we do this every Friday at 1135, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Adam Oldfield, thanks so much. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.